What's up, everybody? Oh, wow. That was oh, loud. Guys, my ears are that bleeding. That was loud. <laughs> Jeez, man. Keep it in. Keep it in. All right. What's up, everybody? We are at episode 20 dose? 22. <laughs> Is it? I think it's 22. Oh, I'm always off. I never Yeah, it's 22. And we have a special guest on the podcast today. He goes by the name of Marcus. It's been long awaited since coming on this podcast. He's been asking us for weeks now. Begging. 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 <laughs> he actually just, uh, he moved in. His office is now in the gym. Mm-hmm. He works That's from right. CrossFit Aries. None of us had any say in that. No. It just happened one day. He has mm-hmm. a name tag and everything. So if you see him working out of the uh, the gym, you know what he's doing. But yeah, we're excited to have him on. We're going to talk a little bit about his CrossFit journey and get into some awesome stuff. And uh, hope you guys enjoy it. How's you guys' Wednesday going? It's good, good. Still sore. PR the deadlift today? PR the deadlift today. Nice. Um, You're welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Inspired by... Uh, no, it wasn't. By Kristen, <laughs> Coach Kristen, you know. That was an easy 425. Didn't, were, it didn't feel easy, though. It went fast. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah. I was going to give my score in ounces today just so I didn't look. <laughs> 700 ounces. All right. So getting into the podcast, Marcus, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you live, what you do for work, how many wonderful kids you have, what you like to do. Just said a lot there. Let it rip. <laughs> Whatever you're willing to share. So hello, everybody. Um, my name is Marcus Henry. I like to you know, deem myself as the... Uh, loophole finder of the gym you know any workout we have here what's it like having two first names <laughs> it's great it's fantastic <laughs> it was even better on my sats <laughs> especially when they don't know how to spell my name they said i spelled my name wrong oh with the two r's in the first name when you told me i spelt your name wrong for the first time yeah never happened again two no, r's i don't think i've yeah. two r's one c i like to add extra r's just for fun <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> three r's three yeah. r's one c all right, go ahead. Let us hear it. So, yeah, like I said, my name is Marcus, as everybody knows. Um, for the new members that don't know me, I'm usually one of the loudest ones here. Um, I like to have fun. I like to keep it entertaining. You know, why work out if you can't have fun, you know? Um, I started here, man, maybe almost two years ago now, I uh, want to say. Yeah. It's been, it's been about two years ago. Um, and I've loved every second of it, of it, you know? It's been kind of life-changing for me. Um you know, one of the questions asked on the earlier podcast is why do you work out or why do you try to stay fit? And it's really for my three kids. You know, I have three kids and I got to be able to keep up with them. You know, I got a eight, six, and then soon to be one year old next month. So oh, wow. It's wow. That time, flew by. Time flew by yeah. real quick with him. For sure. So it's like I've got to stay active. I got to, you know, be upbeat with him. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of how. You know, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm still here, you know, yeah. and plus the community. It's, this is just a fantastic community. Here. Yeah. And you also have to stay safe when you face plant off two scooters, right? Listen, I'm oh. not I'm not ashamed of, of my faults, all right? I I'm just not, saw that I'm today. Not, I'm not yeah. ashamed of it. He was like, John didn't tell you. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I showed everybody on Saturday. How did I not show you on Saturday? I was probably here just uh, sulking. It was fantastic. And the best part is your wife looks directly at the camera after it happens. Yep. <laughs> All right, so I want to get into a little bit about your CrossFit journey because you had started um, briefly at another place and then you came in or you stopped going there and then you happened to come into Aries and then you've been here ever since. Mm -hmm. Um, So just talk a little bit about, you know, initial CrossFit experience, what you were looking to get, maybe a little bit about your background at the time when you were starting CrossFit, what you were looking for, and then, you know, just kind of take it from there. 
Yeah, so we're not gonna we'll leave names all the other other boxes off, yes. off off the commentary. But yes. um, I was so before but before we start, I work for the Department of Environmental Protection. So I work all the way downtown in the city, and that functional my job. I was always like sitting down, so I would go to the gym during lunchtime. I'd go to your standard gym, just do kind of like the same things, like over and over and over again, and it was just come monotonous. It get very boring, and it's just there was no excitement there anymore. Yeah. And then I finally got transferred out to. Um, one of the regional offices we have. And then I figured out, well, I'm not going to go to that gym, so I need to find something to do. Mm-hmm. So, And then at that time that I got transferred, we had just bought our house in Methuen. So I was like, all right, well, there was no CrossFit in Methuen, so it was either... Um, you can like, call her out when she does that. It's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just rudely interrupted over here. <laughs> um, so there was no CrossFit in Methuen, so the closest one was Salem. So there was one in there. So I, there was actually a couple in Salem, so... I went to one there, and it was exactly like what I thought it was going to be in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, that just like raw, raw, in your face, mm-hmm. like right away. Oh, you're someone of an athlete? All right, you should try to join our competitive mm-hmm. team. Which is typically what the outside looking in exactly. vision of CrossFit is. And it's like, you know, a bunch of people throwing weight around, super mm-hmm. heavy, doing it a ton of time, shirts off, crazy like super unsafe yeah. is what people see from the outside looking in. So then I, w- I was there, you know, I did their whole the week trial. I mean, everybody was super nice. Everybody was like nice and patient, but I also felt like that sense of pressure is, you know, all right, he's an athlete. He looks like he's in shape, get him through this. And then let's push him over there to the other side. And that's not what I wanted to do. So yeah. I just really wasn't feeling, feeling that vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just felt like more of anything I was going to hurt myself. Right. Because I still, you know, even though I'm out of, college football and all that stuff i still have that competitive edge and mm-hmm. i knew in my mind that i was like i was going to try to push myself even for more mm-hmm. but then i had to kind of like take a step back is like what's your end game here you know yeah uh, yeah i'm not trying to compete i'm not trying to go be on podiums or anything like that i just want to you know maintain and you know progress right i guess if you want to say and then but to rewind that i think about like five or six years earlier i wanted to try crossfit and then I actually went to CrossFit areas when it was in uh, Concord, Street. Concord Street. Yep. And so after the one, the, um, the CrossFit I tried didn't work out, I was like, oh, let me see if this place is back up, up and running again. Mm-hmm. So I actually had drove there. It wasn't there anymore. To the old location. To the old one. Yeah. I drove there and I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I typed it in. I was like, oh, let's see where this place went. And then it ended up moving to the spot right here. So I came in, tried a first class, and then right away i just fell in love with it you yeah. know it was just my first class everybody was just so upbeat and happy and you know it, it's kind of that's where i wanted to be for sure you know yeah so where'd you play college football played college football 30 seconds for like at westfield yeah i just got we had such a bad senior year in high school that i really didn't want to play anyways yeah i just kind of wanted to be a typical college kid but i was like i knew i'd you know, knock myself over the head if I didn't try. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. And then it just took me playing and just not realize I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. So, so you just one year, not even one year. I don't even think I finished spring practice. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was there for, I did the two weeks of like hell camp, if you want to call it. And then after that, I told my mom's like, I want to do it. But my back, of my mom's head, she was the one to say, I told you so. Yeah. Like, I, I told you. Plus I was also coming off of my third concussion. Yeah. So it was like, oh, she boy. was like real skeptical anyways about me playing. Yeah. Um, I could have went to a majority of division two schools around here, but she like crossed that off the list right away. And yeah. then, 
uh, I settled on Westfield because I could have played basketball or football there. Yeah. And I decided I didn't want to do either. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, it, truth be told, if you just don't enjoy it, what's the point anymore, yeah, exactly. right? Because, like, you, you still love football. You still play flag football. All the time. You yeah. love the game. But when you get to a certain point where you just don't enjoy it anymore, you know, the motivation to do it and continue to do it kind of goes out the window, right? Yep. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, what I tell people in here is if it's not fun – you're not going to keep doing it. You're not going to stay motivated to continue to get better and, and have that excitement to come to the gym every day. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with anything in life. Like if you lose that spark, if you lose the fun in it and it just doesn't become that anymore, then what's the point? Yeah. And you're just kind of dragging yourself into the ground doing something that you don't want to do. So I get more butterflies now playing flag football than I do real football. Yeah, because you're you having know, fun. Uh, yeah, and it's just – you know, flag football is a sport that's just taken off right now, and, it, and it's it's big time. Um, someone asked me the other day, like, if I'd let my son play football, flag, or tackle, I go, I'll let him do what he wants to do. Yeah. You know, so I let him make that decision for himself. Yeah, I mean, more research, more studies are coming out and saying contact with kids at young ages, so, yep. you know, it, it's not good for you or, you know, leads to long-term effects, but I was like, I, I got to let him make that decision. And if my girls want to play football, we're the happiest dad in the world, oh, you know, so cool. I let them, I'd let them do whatever they want to do. So that, that's such a good mindset. And you know, there's a lot of situations where parents kind of push kids in certain directions, but let them do what they want to do, mm-hmm. like whatever it is. And the most, like if you can do a whole array of different things while they're young, in my opinion, I think that's the best thing you can do for your kids. Yep. Just get them experience all across the board. See, now I feel the pain with my mom driving us all around to sports, get out of school, go to sports, <laughs> yeah. come home, eat dinner, next day, go to sports again. I feel the pain. I'm just so tired, more yeah. tired than I am, you know, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, getting back into when you first started CrossFit, expectations versus reality. And we'll just skip to when you started here at Aries. So, like, you know, you kind of knew what the rah, rah, rah CrossFit was from the outside looking in. You did a little bit of an intro class somewhere else. You know, you have the athletic background, playing sports. You went to the gym a lot before that. Expectations versus reality when you started getting into these workouts. What do you, what did you think about that? So when I first like started like really getting into the workouts, I would read something on the board I'm like, oh, I can do that in like two seconds. Like I'm not worried about that. Like, yeah. oh, are you giving this much time? You know, especially the AMRAPs. Like, oh yeah, I can knock out yeah. like 15, 16 rounds. Nope, nope. not at all. Yeah. You know, I got. I remember I got to my first one. I think it was burpees and thrusters or something like that. Oh. Like oh. mentally, I was like thinking, "Oh yeah, I'll bang this out in two seconds." I swear it was like round three. I was ready to just hurl. Yeah. You know, and that's when it hit me. It was like, "This is something that I need." You know what I'm saying? This that like kicked me in the butt. Yeah. Like right away, gave me that reality check that that you needed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, now I understand the hard work that everybody puts into it. You know, someone said, you know, it, it's definitely, and it might've been you, John, who said this over and over. It's definitely not going to get easier. You're just going to get better at it. Right. You know? And so even we do the same workouts over and over, they don't get easy. I just feel like I'm getting a little better at them. You get fist, fitter, you can go faster and it's the same workout. You exactly. just, you get the same feeling at the end. You just did it a little bit differently. You got yeah. a little bit better at it for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, in terms of, you know, coming in here, being at different gyms and you know how welcoming everybody was just talk a little bit about you know that experience yeah i mean even from 
day one when it was different ownership, but before you took it over, yeah. you know, I walked in and it was just like a welcoming community, like my first Saturday. And, and it was just like, wow, this is the place I want to be. You know, everybody was so nice, friendly. They come introduce yourself. They come mm-hmm. say hi, I'm this and that. And then that's when I met Bill. It was like on a Saturday for the first time. Mm-hmm. Him and I just hit it off, you know, and, and ever since then, we've always just been troublemakers together. Yeah. You know, and so my experience, it's just like another home, right? a, a completely another home to me. Um, I remember the last year, the, maybe the year before COVID, I went to, um, I had to go train in Connecticut and I was like, crap, I'll be gone for a whole week, you mm-hmm. know? So like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I didn't know what to do. So I talked to Drea and she was telling me that the box that she went to. Mm-hmm. So like I went there, same type of welcoming community, yeah. you know, same community, same styles, like a close knit group. Everybody was welcoming. And, and that's what, you know, I was looking for. So now like every time somebody says, oh, I tell them I do CrossFit. They go, oh, you do that CrossFit? You're one of those guys? And you have no idea what it's like. It's exactly. Like, I was like, at the same time, I was you, though. I was that same person that's saying, oh, you do CrossFit? You do that? You know that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It took me to get into it to really change my mindset and find the right gym, the right people. Right. You know, to help me change my it, views. It's a very good point. And, you know, I say this in every intro class that we do here. And, you know, CrossFit will change your life whether you like it or not. The view from the outside looking in is it's just fitness. And it looks like crazy fitness to some people because, you know, higher intensity. We're going across a broad spectrum of different stuff, whether it's, you know, gymnastics or weightlifting and stuff like that. You know, you end up, you know, sweating, high heart rate. It's high intensity type of stuff and, and workouts, depending on what the workout is. But like outside looking in, all it does is look like crazy fitness. But then you come in here and whether you realize it right away, six months, a year from now, it changes your life. Like you keep doing this hard stuff in the gym every single day with like minded people. All of a sudden, you know, something goes wrong at work. Something goes wrong at home. Something just like throws you a curveball. And all of a sudden you're just like, all right, what's the next step? I'm going to do one more rep. And then it's, it's over. And like you continually do that. You just become a stronger person mentally. People don't see the mental side of CrossFit from the outside looking in. And the other part of that is it's so important to find the right gym for you too, mm-hmm. right? You're going to find the same CrossFit community anywhere you go. The people are the same. If you do CrossFit every day, you're a like-minded person. doesn't matter where you go in the world. The gyms, however, you have to find one that fits you, right? Some people have a little bit more of a competitive edge. Some people coach a little bit differently. Programming is a little bit different. You need to find a place where you feel comfortable, where you feel like you're cared about. And then once you find that place, it doesn't matter what the programming is or anything like that. When you're having fun and you're feeling welcome, it's just it's going to take you on this journey that you would have gotten nowhere else. Yep. It's just completely unexpected. And I just love how everybody picks each other up there. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, everybody's just like cheering, rooting, you know, clapping for everybody, you know. And it's even, you know, those old members. I don't even call myself an old member, but, you know, whenever we see – um, a new member come in, you know, it's just, you always want to ask them questions like, Hey, how you doing? How's it going? Yeah. You know, like today I ran into to Pat for the first time, asked him how he's doing, how he liked it. You know, yeah. I just told him to kind of just stick with it, you know, give it a chance and yeah. And let it go. So he, he has an awesome story. I'd love to get him on the podcast mm. one of these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, he's made a huge life change and he's just getting into this to kind of challenge himself a little bit more. Nice. I'm super excited for his journey, but he loves it. He's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. And that's what it's about, you know, for sure. And it's just, you know, have fun, dedicate yourself, put in the hard work, have some fun while you're at it. You know, 
Is it going to be the best hour of your day? Maybe. Maybe not, but it's going to be a pretty damn good one, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to enjoy everything else outside of this gym aside from that, yep. which is a good segue, which is what I want to talk about a little bit more is you said, you know, you come in here, you train every day to be there for your kids, to keep up with them. How, how important is that to you? And, you know, how does that reflect the work that you put in here every day being able to go home? And you brought your daughter in here a couple of times, too, and she's just sat there and watched you work out. You know, I've tried to get her to heckle you a few times, but she wouldn't because, you know, dad's working hard. She doesn't want to do that. Yeah. But like, tell me a little bit more about that mindset of, you know, they're in the forefront, right? You come in, you do these workouts, you challenge yourself. It's for you. But at the same time, you're going home. You want to be there for your kids, you know, all different ages as they grow up. And, you know, it could be now. And when you started CrossFit, did you have kids? Um, I think I had. Yeah, I actually did. I had two or three. Okay. Three when I had him. Okay. Yeah. And they were probably young, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that mindset probably developed over these last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about that. Like, you know, you coming in here, keeping your kids in the forefront, you know, getting better for yourself, but at the same time being somebody that can go home and, you know, provide that active lifestyle and be a role model to your kids. So a big thing for me is like, I used to play, I mean, geez, before kids and even still when my kids were like young and they weren't. You didn't really have to, you know, do too much with them. You know, they kind of, you know, watch them do their own things and you can kind of take off and do what you want. Like, they'll go to bed at a reasonable time, no activity and stuff like that. I was playing basketball every night of the week or I had a flag football game or even a softball game every night of the week. And it got to a point where I needed to figure out, I needed to be home with my kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I still needed to do something that was, like, active and still something that was challenging. Yep. And so that's where CrossFit came in. Because now CrossFit, I can do that during the day be home with him at night you know that's like a big big thing with me and that's what my grandfather always pushed on me make sure you're home at night with your kids you know yeah. make sure you're home to tuck them in and say good night whether you you know that's the one thing he kind of focused on me and so i tried to take that mindset but still i have my competitive edge with me so i needed to find that that balance yeah and that's where you know crossfit comes into place you know so for sure a lot of times like i'll turn down playing flag football leagues if it's going to interfere with their their sports because i want to be there but then i know i can still go work out have fun do what i want to do yeah during the day and then come home and, and be that that father figure yeah you know that they need in their life so yeah that's kind of you know where i'm at and that's why i love this place even more you know how yeah. many other people have an office over here that they self-created nobody <laughs> does know? nobody so. <laughs> does we didn't even get a say in that you just <laughs> set up the table and that was it we need to type up a contract listen now. you just right. gotta type up you contract. gotta seize the opportunity you know i saw an opening <laughs> and i just went for it the you know? table was set up from the weekend and you just put your stuff there that's it isn't that what like squatters do that's it. yeah that, yeah you just now we we'd have to like we can't even kick them out probably legally. yeah but squatters don't Le- yeah. squatters don't interact with the owners though so I'm a little well, bit like above a squatter. Oh, you know? Well, yeah, I'm not saying that. So. I'm just saying like you <laughs> found your spot and you're staying there. there. There's like nothing that we can say because he's just going to say no. And I think yeah. in the state of Massachusetts, he has those rights. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't know what the laws are, but <laughs> or we have like 45 days or something. And then he leaves. He, he actually locked up the gym the other day. I did. I, I, I had to go home up. and let the dog go. And he was still on a phone call or something. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll get out of here in like 45 minutes. I was like, oh, all right. Just shut the lights and lock the door. Yeah. That's fantastic. Um, so getting a little bit more into that, you still play flag football, right? Correct. Um, not as much as, not like I said, not as much as I, I, I would like to. Right. Because my kids become a lot more important right now. Right. You know, than doing that. So, so CrossFit has this pyramid, right? Yep. And 
at the bottom is nutrition, then you get metabolic conditioning, gymnastics, weightlifting, and then at the top is sport. And it's often a message that kind of gets deterred a little bit to people. Um, and basically what we do CrossFit for is to enjoy the other aspects of life and utilize this fitness that we build in the gym outside and put it to the test in different ways. And you know, people often do this and they don't realize it, whether they go for a hike or go for a paddle or something like that. But you know, you're one of the specific conditions where you're actually still playing a sport. So, you know, how does that kind of translate? Have you noticed the difference in terms of the exercise that you do and the mobility that you do translating into your flag football and being able to have the ability to, to perform well? So I see it. I see it in flag football. I see it a lot more when I play basketball. Yeah. Like I see it. My conditioning is 10 times better than what it ever used to be. Yeah. You no, know, in terms of getting up and down the court and those short bursts, you know, we do those short speed bursts, energy workouts, you know, that's what, you know, I really see a difference there. Mm -hmm. um, football, since I do in CrossFit, I went back to defense. Like yeah. I never played, I hated playing defense. I always played offense. I always played quarterback, but then I was like, all right, I can do this now again. And it's my mobility has gotten so much better. I mean, it's still a work in progress. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I've gotten so much better where I can start to keep up with, I'll say the younger kids now, because I'm 36 and we're playing with still a bunch of kids that just got out of college. And, Age is and, just a number. Yeah. So, but uh, like I said, I think I feel it more in basketball, but I still feel it in football. Yeah. You know, just because I'm doing things that I wasn't able to do or things that I stopped doing because I knew I wasn't, you know, stretching. I wasn't doing right. proper things and it was all my joints are being tightened, you know? Yeah, it, it's fantastic when you can get outside the gym and just put your fitness to the test because we work hard every day. And then if you don't put it to the test every now and then, yeah, it's not a waste, but it's like it has so much potential to have some more fun outside of this gym. Like mm -hmm. it even comes down to little recreational things. Like we were supposed to go paintball in a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Like you get a bunch of fit people going into a paintball arena shooting each other with stuff. Like it's going to get pretty nasty. It's going to be fun. And, you know, a lot of people miss that part of enjoying their fitness. And, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to look the same for everybody. You don't have to get on a flag football team. Just challenge yourself outside of the gym. Like, go do something that you would never typically do. Yeah. Go for a 10-mile bike ride or something or, you know, anything. It could Things could be infinite. And use it. Put it to the test and see how you feel after. And it's a cool experience because you're like, wow, I didn't realize that my fitness was giving me that. Yeah. And I've heard it from different people like moving their mother out of their house. They're like, I was throwing those couches around. I was mm -hmm. like, damn right you were. So what's funny is that I also, so like Sunday mornings, my wife goes grocery shopping. And yep. it's like, I'm always like chomping at the bit when she comes back because I want to see if I can get every single bag in the house in just one one trip. You know Farmer's Gary's baby. There's Kristen does that all the time. We've mm -hmm. got we've got three kids, so you know we I mean two yeah three kids now. So there's more bags that come in the house. So, yeah, know, I'm, I'm testing my grip every Sunday morning to see how many I can hold and how much I can keep. You know, yep. so it's always uh, I, I've turned that into like a little game because Sundays usually the day I don't work out anyways. I try not to do anything, but yep. if I do if I'm moving or something that day, that's like my my goal. Like how many of these bags can yep. I get in? The, you know? All right. You can come to my house. It's so. three flights of stairs. I'm all set. Me. Okay. <laughs> I like from the garage, to one flight of stairs into the kitchen. I'm good. I, I can see Marcus like sitting in the window waiting for his wife to get home and just being like, all right, I got this one. <laughs> yep. I did my hand, my, my arm, my wrist stretches. I did everything, stretched out my legs. I'm ready to go. Have you ever failed? Yes. <laughs> I, and I fail because I usually fail when it's a nice day on a Saturday and my kids come in and they just throw their crap all in the garage. 
and I'm too lazy to move it, and I try to walk around it or try to hop over it with the bags in my hand. Cheerios everywhere. Cheerios, eggs. I can't tell you how many gallons of milk I've dropped because <laughs> I've just tried to carry the milk with my pinkies because that's oh the only God. thing I have left, and <laughs> yeah. then I'll trip over a scooter, similar to the video, yeah. and it'll just be all over the place. So that, I do more cleaning up than I do actually carrying the groceries. That's fantastic. So. That's fantastic. That, that's a good segue, too, because now in the last couple of months, you signed up for nutrition with Kristen. Yep. What that's what has that been like? Like changing your whole nutrition program, eating a little bit different, tracking everything. Tell me about it. What's that been like? I felt my body is in a place that it's never been before, mm-hmm. and it's in a good thing. Um, it's I feel I have like a lot more energy consistently instead of just having a good energy for a certain part of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the the scales is one of the um, things that Kristen sends out is like, how was your energy for the week? And then before I used to be, or before, even for the day, before I used to be like at a nine from like 5 a.m. to like 12, and then I'd start to crash. Now yeah. I feel like I'm just at like a seven all day. Do you know what I'm saying? Sustained energy. I'm just staying, sustained energy, consistent energy, and it feels good. Like, yeah, I hit my, my moments, because I start work so early in the morning usually that I hit my moments around like five or six, I'm starting to crash, but that's just because of, you know, my day and how early I've been. Right. But the energy level has just been, yeah. consistent and that's one thing that if i take anything away from it is i'm so happy that i'm at that point you know because yeah. now i know how to control it um i hate that she's upped my food intake and my, and my hearing, calories what do you mean you're mad that she upped your food hearing intake? a seven i'm like immediately gonna open my computer when we're done i'm giving him more food <laughs> who, who gets mad with more calories every time every time i've given him more food he gets mad yeah, I mean, it's just like I now I just gotta like eat, 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 and that and it's more so because I've never been used to just like programmed eating. I guess if you want to say I've just like usually just ate crap like all day, so I just grabbed me in and I feel like I'm eating a lot of food. But now it's like healthy choice eating. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? and you don't realize how much you're actually eating. Correct. Yeah, if you're eating the healthier food, that's bulkier. It's gonna you're gonna feel it more mm-hmm. in the stomach for sure. Yeah. yeah. So how was it learning how to track your food and kind of change your nutrition? Because if I am correct i feel like he just like logged the word peanut butter and jelly sandwich like 10 times throughout the day yeah i didn't know peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or even a (laughs) peanut butter sandwich only had protein in it yeah so (laughs) 40 grams of protein only peanut butter sandwich i had three of them today yeah so i mean i definitely have my moments but i'm not i mean i'm not perfect where i resort back to the lazy logging you know but then there's those days where like i try to get like real specific with it I think the hardest part for me is having three kids at home. I've had to adjust that because they're just snacks galore. There's yeah. fruit roll-ups. There's mm-hmm. there's Apple Jacks. There's everything, you know. But I've had to learn how to, like, control myself. And the temptations are gone. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Whenever I used to go to the store by myself or I just, like, you're checking out. Like, oh, those M&Ms. I'd always throw M&Ms or I'd throw Mentos or something like that. Not. Yeah. It's gotten so much better that, like, I stick to the grocery list when I'm allowed to go to the grocery store because she yeah. doesn't let me go because... It's just a disaster. <laughs> so, but I've gotten so much better at that. And I don't think, you know, without this programming, without Kristen's guidance or her pushing me or her, her subtle shots that she takes at me, you know, <laughs> I think I, I wouldn't be at that place. You yeah. Know? And that's something that I don't feel like I would have gotten or benefited from any other gym. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's, For a, sure. there's a big accounter, accountability. And then I have to go see her the next day. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? So she's going to. That's look the hard part. Yeah, because like it's not just somebody through a computer like, yep, she's going to stare you and make you feel super uncomfortable. But I like that. So a lot of people with tracking is they put a lot of pressure on themselves because it's hard to learn. Yeah. 
But what I like in that I've really, I mean, in the beginning I've been, I was on him being like, hey, try and log these separately if you can. But to know that he can still maintain the energy level because like he's intuitively eating now, even if his tracking isn't 100%, like he knows what his meal should look like. Mm -hmm. And that's ideal because like some people can get really, you know, hung up on trying to get everything specific so being able to kind of do a mix of that isn't always a bad thing just because you don't want to ha- feel like you have to track for the rest of your life yeah that, that's a very good point like we went out to dinner last night with my parents with courtney before she leaves and i got a plate in my dinner and just by eyeballing it i could get probably pretty close to what the numbers were and then i just still plugged it into my fitness pal it might have not been exact but it wasn't stressful it yeah. was like okay i've done this a thousand times before i know that this is probably this much protein or this many ounces of chicken. I know this is probably this many ounces of pasta. And then you just log it. And it's it's close. And the more practice you get, the more times yep. you repeat that day in and day out, it just gets a lot easier. And, you know, nutrition, it's the easiest, most difficult thing in the world, right? So, it's so simple. It's hard. So I went on, what did I go, camping like two or three weeks ago? Maybe longer than that. And I was talking mm. to Kristen House, like I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, how am I gonna do this? Like, I'm not working out. I'm just gonna be camping and drinking. You mm-hmm. know, I, no shame there. And you know, we talked about it. We talked how to like program and what I can do, what I can't do. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it, and and I found that to be easier than I thought it was gonna be. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I didn't get hung up on like hitting everything, but as long as I was getting like the bulk of the stuff, the bulk of the protein, you know, I wasn't like really snacking and doing things like that. You know, and right. My energy like stayed maintain the same like i was able to like run like a mile or half a mile each day and and that was like enough for me to yeah you know stay stay the course and then as soon as camping was over it was back on track and no harm no foul exactly right the the problem that a lot of people have i think is the snowball right Kristen? because mm-hmm. it's just like you have one thing whether it's a wedding or a party or a camping trip and then all of a sudden you're hungover after that. And then you have a pizza on Monday night just to make yourself feel better. And then you forget about your nutrition and it just it compiles. When you can consciously understand what you're doing, even when you're not staying perfectly on track, that conscious mindset allows you to get right back on track after. Yep. And that's always been the way that I've approached it. You know, Whether it's a wedding or out to dinner or something like that, it's like, okay, tomorrow morning it's right back on my normal routine yeah and you, you shouldn't feel like you're restricting yourself mm-hmm. yeah because i see people like you know when i'm watching videos online or whatever and they're like well i get my cheat day it's like you shouldn't feel like you have to wait the whole week to have the cheat day like if you have plans enjoy them get back on track like this is going to literally be the rest of your life All right yeah so, so like, i've learned i've learned how to like so we go out to eat like we like, we love the border cafe, right? So I've learned now how to plan my day for that. We or you? We, as in my wife, and well, I like it more than them. I'll go by <laughs> myself, so I don't really care. But it's like it, it's actually that's one restaurant where my kids can be as loud as they want and they still get drowned out. Like you can't. It's, yeah. it's just so loud in there; it doesn't matter. But I've like I've learned how to set myself up for that day for like eating, you know, eating wise. Cause I know I'm gonna you know, have a big plate of food and like one or two margaritas as long as my wife says she's going to drive, yeah. you know, but I, I've learned how to like, all right, I, I can have X, Y, Z this path of the day and save room for, for this, you know? And, and at the first I thought it was going to be a challenge, but it's like really easy. Like once you start getting into it, you get into repetition, you get into routine. It's, it's like clockwork. It's know? with anything else. Exactly. It's like you do it enough and then you start to get better at it. It also helps that she's like really scary. So it's like, like oh Kristen can I eat this what am I gonna do you know <laughs> I yeah. am intimidating 
She looked at me this morning. She's like, did you look at the paint yet? And yeah. I was like. <laughs> well, he looked at it yesterday Oops. and didn't say anything. So I, got, I went home. I'm like, Jimmy, I don't think he likes it. He didn't say anything. <laughs> it, the tape was on it was, yesterday. But he literally was just like, okay. And just stared. And I was like. Oh, it was oh, like, like I said the F word finally. Sorry. So, that's okay. We get more viewers that way when we swear. Oh really? Yeah. So like. Oh, in the title or? I don't know. Maybe both. Even oh. in the title today, it's gonna have nothing to do with the swear word, but I'm gonna put like the F word at the end. Yeah. Just because <laughs> it gets us more viewers. Effing <laughs> Marcus. Yeah. Um, but no, yesterday it was like the the green tape was still up. There was like splatters all over, so it didn't have the nice crisp yeah. lines. And I was like, that looks cool. And I was waiting for like the finished product because I wanted to see the white in between. And now it looks like cool geometric shapes. Like, yeah. And I can see the color difference. <gasps> yeah, I can see yeah. it. Maybe not the same way you guys do, but I can <laughs> see it. No, it looks good. It looks great. And we still have another surprise for the oh, other yeah. wall, right? Mm -hmm. But we'll get there later. Yep. Um, but that's awesome. You know, the journey is is spectacular. And I think that like, the most important thing is is for people to hear that, you know, it doesn't have to be super difficult. Like, yeah, it's scary thinking about it at the start. It's hard at the beginning because you're not used to it. But as with anything with routine, the more you do it, the better it gets. And now you just probably feel like you're not even, quote unquote, dieting. It's just kind of how you eat now. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's become normal. And then when you have, you know, some sort of curveball, whether you're going away, or you're going out to the border cafe it's no big deal like it doesn't throw your nutrition off you're just yeah. continuously in that same realm of doing the same thing consistently over and over and it feels good mm -hmm. you don't know how good you can feel until you feel good exactly all right so the best part of these when we have a guest on the queen of rapid fire questions oh, over here she's just gonna throw like fastballs at you Let's hard go. did you because you listen to all the other episodes right yeah you got it okay have well, you? Here's the issue. I don't know where my questions are. Uh -oh. I would say half. I def I listened to last week's episode, twenty one. Oh, okay. uh, so, are you gonna listen to yourself? Probably not. See, I don't. I don't. You don't I'm either. The same. I don't like. I listen. I listen to it sometimes. Yeah, I, I probably won't. I don't. Nah. Nah. No, I'll just let people talk about it in the gym. You, you're gonna send it to your wife. You're like, hey, listen to this. Yeah. Big I'll, time. I'll, I'll send it to her. You know. Cool. Like, we have 1% viewership in New Zealand. Really? So, yeah, you could make a name for yourself right now. I might have to. Yeah. Let's go time. You get off the plane in New Zealand. Marcus. <laughs> I do know someone there. Maybe that's them. That's, mm. the, that's the 1%. No. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Ready? Favorite. Wow, I just realized now that I spelled dessert wrong. Favorite dessert. Favorite dessert? Mm -hmm. Strawberry cheesecake. Ooh. Favorite food? Um, uh, candy yams. What? Ooh. What? Ever had candy yams? Like sweet potato. Kinda. All right. No, 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 no. Time out. A yam and a sweet potato is the same thing. No. Yes. I don't. No, they're not. What's the difference? The way they look. They look different. Yams are like hairier, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some <laughs> humans are hairier than others, and we're all humans. <laughs> no, sweet potato, like, yeah, it, 
they're like darker too. They they have more texture on them than a sweet potato. But the grocery store always writes the weird, like different names. Well, on the it. grocery yeah. store always combine them. Yeah, that's, they will. That's yeah. the bad part. Like they always combine them. I'll go in. I'll be like, "There's no sweet potatoes." And Courtney's like, "Grab a yam." And I was like, "But it's a yam." And she's like, "Same thing." Well, yeah, tell that's my grandmother. Does it taste the same? <laughs> tell that's my grandmother. I thought no. I mean, mm-hmm. I've only I haven't eaten a lot of yams in my lifetime, but I don't think they taste the same. You have to go blindfold taste test on it. Yeah, Thanksgiving. That'd be fun. You can have a Thanksgiving potluck, and I'll bring some in. We can do that. That's not a bad idea. There we go. I like that. All right, candied yams. Well, what's the candied part? Now you got to share. It's not really candied. It's just it's just the the sweet like the brown sugar is like really sweet. Yeah. It's like sweeter than normal. Yeah. You know, and then whatever coating you want to put on it like she had my it, it has to be for my grandmother like my mom fail aunts fail yeah so grandmas do that really so well. th- oh yeah so thanksgiving we always send out like the what everybody's making and other people try to say they're gonna make that and i say no thank you it's yeah. not happening yeah that's <laughs> like when you go to texas roadhouse and you order sweet potato and they ask you would you like it loaded and you think bacon butter cheese no they come up with marshmallows and like brown sugar cinnamon Ooh. yeah it's like dessert but oh, sweet potato. That's nice. Yeah. The only one who's done that effectively, though, is Market Basket. They really do have some good ones with the marshmallows. Yeah? It's like really good, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask Scotty to bring one in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about food Mar- now. Marcus is another one. He goes and chops with Scotty. I do chop with oh, Scotty. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an experience. Anything that you need, you just yell out and he tells you. It's amazing. <laughs> ask Scotty. nine. What's your favorite uh, movement in CrossFit? Favorite movement? Mm-hmm. Any power snatch, muscle snatch, even though they're the same thing for me. You know? When was the last time you did a power snatch? <laughs> I couldn't like just. eight months ago. <laughs> no, we had something like, well, I all, my muscle snatched it all. We had that no. workout two weeks well, ago. Well, I'm just kidding because usually when there's snatch workouts, we have, you don't when come in. When there's snatch workouts programmed, Marcus is non-existent. I, I am existent just in my own head. Perfect. What's your least favorite? Snatches. Over, overhead squats. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill. it's it's more so because of the no, it's more so because of the the just the mobility of getting down like as low as I need to. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any hidden talents? Any hidden talents? Mm-hmm. Nah. Nothing. Do you have any non-hidden talents? I got nothing. 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 Can't like sing the alphabet backwards blindfolded on one foot. Yeah. What's your stuff? What's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure. Yeah, you got to do something. Like, my guilty pleasure is McDonald's McFlurries getting off the exit. That's not a oh, good Oh, like a movie. highway one? Like a no, highway McDonald's? So oh, okay. my exit getting <laughs> off, uh, where I get off in Methuen, yeah. there's a McDonald's straight ahead in front of me. Oh. So when it's McFlurry season, it's just bad. It's isn't isn't it always McFlurry season? What's a McFlurry season? So I, I, I'm like weird. I guess I, can only, I only eat ice cream during the cold months. No, I mean, that, what? that makes sense. Like, I don't eat ice like, cream in the summer. Really? I really don't. Like, I, it's just... Uh, November, December, January, all the way through until the weather starts to get nice. I just don't eat ice cream. I wonder if there's like a nostalgic thing with that. Maybe, no. No, I just that's it. Let me let me ask you two. One one is one of life's unanswered questions. The other one's going to be a rapid fire. First of all, why is the McFlurry machine always down at McDonald's? And it's usually the one in Methuen that's right off the highway that's always down. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea. Maybe it's the overusage. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe it's the, the spoons that look like straws that they use that everybody gets caught trying to drink their McFlurries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah why are they so thick like that? It's because they, um, they attach the spoon to the stirrer. Right, and that's okay. the mixer. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's the mixer. Right. Have you gotten the smaller spoons lately? They've changed the size of their spoons. Yeah, but they've also changed the whole size of the cup. There's only one size now. 
There is, and that pissed me off because yeah. it went up two bucks. Now you yeah. can only get a like a giant McFlurry. You it's can't like get the four snack size or whatever it is just for just yeah. for that. So. Now, have you ever had them not flurry the McFlurry? No, I haven't. Oh, they do that by me at the Loop all the time. Really? They just throw the Oreos on top. Yes, that's not the same. No, Salem, New Hampshire is where it's at. Yeah. Always working, always flurried to perfection. Now, M and M's or Oreos? M and M's. Courtney, you sound wait. Like are you talking about McFlurry? Yes. Oh, Oreo McFlurry. I thought you were talking right, about like general, like M and M's or Oreos. No, she goes no. M and M McFlurry. I like the crunch of the Oreos because then it breaks up. You can't really mix that. You might as well just go home and get some vanilla soft serve and do it yourself. Yeah, it becomes like homemade Oreo ice cream. Exactly. All right, Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, detour. I was like, I felt left out because I wouldn't pick either one. Um, favorite animal? Dog. <laughs> do you have a dog? I do. I have a chocolate lab. Nice. You have I a dog? I didn't know that. What's his name? Oh, I didn't know that either. Duke? Oh. Oh, that, yeah. that, we could have guessed that. Or I would have said it was a German Shepherd if you said Duke, but. I was going to say the name was Henry. I oh, think. That would have been funny. No, be funny. Not really. I mean, I got my best friend Christian. His dog is named Paloma. I went to college with this girl named Paloma. So, like, I was just like, that's kind of fucked up, I guess. Isn't you that could a drink? Say. Two swear words. Our ratings are going to go through the roof. <laughs> yes. Well, I, mine was under my breath, so I think. <laughs> uh, look, I'm trying to get my New Zealand uh, viewership up, you know. That's a crazy dog name. Yeah, Paloma. Yeah, I just know it as a drink with tequila in it because I've had a lot of them. Oh, yeah. I've had one of those mm. before. It's got, like, grapefruit juice, right? I think so. Or I just know the tequila's in there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the best place you've ever been on vacation? Uh, Trinidad. Oh, nice. Yeah, I went there for a destination wedding. That sounds like so fun. It was just fantastic. And when I was down there, the villa we were staying in, um, Buster Rhymes' house was right next to us. And really? he was there, like, the whole time. Oh, so wow. it was like, and he was just like, no security guys, no nothing. He was just like, your average guy, he was outside cutting his own grass, you know what I'm saying? And, and he was just like a nice guy. He said hello, and I that's it. So. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> Did you rap to him? No, I didn't say I was like so intimidated. I was just like. <laughs> yeah. But because it's legit, the guy was outside, like outside doing his own yard, like his own That's grass, so no cool. security, no nothing. He was just by himself, and it's just completely like accepted down there. So. That's like up at the lake. Uh, there's a place that we go to that's like right on the water. It's a yeah. restaurant, and Triple H has a house right across. He always goes there with his family, like no security. Not that he needs it. The guy yeah. is freaking massive. But he orders like three orders of salmon and just sits there. And like you walk by and his biceps are the size of the umbrella. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God. And you're like, wait a minute, that's Triple H. Oh, that's like, cool. Like shell shocked. Yeah. Uh, what was your best subject in school? My best subject? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a good question. It was probably math, to be honest with you. Nice. Like I was like, although I can't count the weight on my bar, my no, barbell. <laughs> But I was actually really pretty good good at math. Like I always, I couldn't figure it out. I was bad in every other subject, but math for some reason I just got it. Just clicked. Yeah. That's nice. What's your favorite movie? Transformers. All of them or just, just the one? Just the first one. Yeah. Just, just the very first one. Favorite sport to watch? Um, football. Football. College football. That's really? It. Yeah. It's just the game's just so much more exciting. It's so much faster. Yeah. I like the fast pace of it. I mean, NFL is is good, but. You know, it's, it's it's that traditional Sunday, but college football, I just love, like, the speed of it. And yeah. It's just so fast, and these guys aren't playing for, for money. money. Although yeah. now that seems like it's about to change because everybody's getting yeah. money, but they oh, yeah. they just so much pride in, you know, them playing. You know? Yeah. So. Huh. Would you rather go back in time or in the future? Back in time. Back in time? Yeah. 
Okay. Because I didn't invent Google. Just saying. <laughs> you do it first. <laughs> yeah. That That's it? it? That's it. Football or basketball? For what? Just what's your favorite? Oh, football. All right. Football. All the time. Because I'm always like, even if like in the grocery store, if you catch me, like, I'm always throwing something. I'll put the card away and see if I can throw it in there. Mm-hmm. You know, see if I can hit it. You know, one time I hit a lady, but I felt pretty bad about that. <laughs> What's on purpose? A million dollars to never buy a pair of shoes ever again. Not happening. <laughs> Just for the listeners, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Right now, we're at 150. What? Yeah. So it just. I want a photo. It is became. There, a, there is a photo. There just look photo? at his feet every time he comes in. He's always matching. It, it became yeah, a. Uh, and it didn't really start till I got my own money. Like you know what I'm saying? Like growing up, we could never like we never had like the money like that, and so I yeah. could never. It wasn't until like I got my own money where I started this and then a lot of them is just like I went through a phase like at right after college it just became like a collector's item yeah kind of ordeal and then I just started like collecting and then I'd sell them off and you know just try to make extra cash like you sell them for like double what you paid especially if you knew they were like a vintage shoe or something like that yeah um but now like as I'm starting to get older my kids are starting to see that I have all these shoes they're like oh I want these well why can't I get them and you have them blah 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 this and that so it's I've kind of cut back um Yep. I've, I've gotten more into um, winter boots now, I guess, if you're going to say. Oh, wow. Like, like mm. Fashionista. So Those start. take up more room. Yeah, they so, do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not afraid to say, like, I have, like, two pairs of, like, the men's Uggs, you know. By, you That's know, fine. And do, you the, do you have the slippers for your, like, walking around the house? No. No, no, I have no, the, no, I have no. The Crocs. Crocs. <laughs> Got the Crocs, baby. Oh, God. Yeah, shut up, Bill. So we're giving, uh, <laughs> I've already said, you know, we're doing Secret Santa, and I'm getting Bill, and I'm going to give him a pair of Crocs. You know? Good. And yeah. he's going to put them on his feet, and he's exactly. going to realize what he's been missing. I really do think he would enjoy them. He would. Um, he yeah. seems like a Croc kind of guy. <laughs> but right now, it's just literally out of just, like, spite that he just won't do it. You, know? <laughs> you should see the messages he sends John and I, you know, so it's just, like, out of spite. Yeah, so. for sure. All right, Marcus, 45 minutes in. Ooh. Great episode. It was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, I thank you. I thank you both uh, for allowing me to be here, and I, and I love to see, and I'm looking forward to see where this gym goes from here. You know, it's, it's only gotten better. Each day is a different milestone. It's a different accomplishment in the gym, and it's gotten better and better, and I'm so excited to see, you know, where it's going to go from here. Thank you. Know, you. Where it's, where it's going to expand. Like, new members keep coming in. You know, I'll do my part. You know, try to welcome everybody, make everybody feel comfortable. I always put that disclaimer in that, like, if you're in class with Bill and I, they're usually yelling at us, not you. So just, <laughs> just a heads up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The future is bright, my friend. I appreciate yeah, that. Exactly. All right, man. Hope to have you on again at some point. Maybe a duo with Bill. Oh, I'd love it. That would be. Oof. <laughs> I can only imagine. Phone call. It's our fans. Uh, All right, everybody. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye. Later. Thank you.